Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Remble. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join us on the web at boldenterprises.com. Carl, today we're continuing our series on building enterprising teams. And for the last couple of weeks, we've been looking at some core themes and principles that kind of undergird building an enterprising, working, functioning team. And last week, we began with trust. That's right. Now it's time to move on to communication. And we're not talking about just how to have people working together. This isn't just uh, a series on teams or businesses with more than one employee. This is enterprising teams. This is groups of people who gather around a common purpose and feel connected with one another and work well together, complement each other well, and the energy matches the amount of effort that goes into work, because work is work, is matched by the, could we even say, enjoyment of the investment. Now, one of the things we sort of ended our conversation with last week, but sort of kind of bridges the gap between trust and communication, was this issue of honesty. People know in the workplace if you're not being honest with them. I mean, they just know it. It doesn't work. Sometimes we aren't honest to withhold information that we don't think people can handle. But it's always better to communicate, to be honest, to shoot straight, to lay the facts out. And the more people know, the more people are a part of the process, the more they can even be a part of the solution. And it makes a big difference. Well, we tend to hold on to information But eventually, some sort of truth or non-truth comes out. I mean, whether or not you're honest about something, people will make up their mind. Or, you know, a lie will come out or something that's an exaggeration or not the truth. That's right. If something's going on, everybody will make up something in their mind about what it is. And you can take a chance on what's being made up in people's minds or being rumored or wherever those things can go. Or you can find ways to set up open and direct interactions with your team so that everything's out on the table at all times. That builds, and that, as you said, the connection, it builds trust that you know it's going to come out. The company's struggling, you know you'll be kept informed. And then when there, let's say, for example, there needs to be cutbacks and we cannot invest the way we had originally planned. People will be much more willing to help think what those cutbacks are when they're included in that process and they know what's going on, then they will be if it just gets announced from on high. Now tell me more about communication because it it isn't just the, I mean, it, it does boil down to the simple communication between people, between people who are working, but what's at the heart of wanting employers to be communicative with? So much of this really comes down to the best exercise of power. Who's got the power? And the employer has the power. They usually either own the firm or they have a organizational power because of their position. So as we discussed in trust, the one who has the more power is responsible for extending, making the space for others to engage. It's the same with communication. You need to be the one to extend the knowledge. It's a secure form of power. It's a confidence in these people so that if we're all coordinated, if we're all keeping each other informed about what's going on, what's going well, and what's not going well, we can help each other better. An insecure form of power, and an unfortunately still very common one, is to withhold information, to be the one who knows what's really going on, or to be the one who knows more than everyone else and let people know what they need to know. And that's a very insecure and ineffective form exercise of your power. So 
we're, what we're suggesting is to turn this whole baby around, take the focus off of your importance as the leader, and shift that importance to the team. If you shift the value over to the team, I have got these great people here with great experience and great minds and great hearts coming together. What can I do to set this place up so that they have everything they need to do their jobs? Much more will come out of it. Well, one of the things they need is communication and take the form of information. As we mentioned before, how the company's doing, who's doing what, so that people can coordinate and stay in touch. It could be in terms of feedback on how they're doing, that we are in conversation about our standards and our expectations and when I'm living up to them and when I'm not. And we can talk about that. It could be in the form of being able to confront difficult issues, conflict, crisis, uh, something bad happening in the field. Um, We don't need to avoid it, that there's a person we can go to, and even if we're both angry, even if somebody's let the other one down, we've created a place where we're going to talk about it. Everything gets out on the table. Well, and I have seen this. When there isn't honest, direct communication, it can pass on then in employee relationships. And I've seen... I've seen um, kind of this holding on to information as a means of holding on to power. And Mm -hmm. I've even seen that just between employees so that, you know, you're not showing someone how to do something so they don't do it better than you. You're not training them in an area so that, you know, you can say, I'm the only one who can do this. They might get the promotion instead Mm -hmm. of me. Exactly. And that's where we go back. If we can see that happening, we can kind of catch ourselves and say, oh, yeah, we're not on the same team. This is behavior of, that we're against each other, we're at odds with each other. I have to protect myself, I have to protect the company from you. And, and that's, that's just your first clue right away to that something in the relationship or the dynamic or, or even just in the broader culture needs to be addressed. Well, and I can imagine that communication is so key to sharing the same purpose because you're, if you're communicating about that shared purpose constantly, then you're you're tracking, you're, um, you're making sure that you are all kind of progressing towards the same goal. Great point, because even what that looks like and what form it takes can be slightly different in each person's mind. And you get lots of people going off in slightly different directions. You could be really far apart from each other after a few months of not communicating. But yes, the more you talk about it and work that through all the ins and outs and the form it might take and how to get there, you will be on the same page. And yes. Well, and it's such an impact on working well together and that sort of being productive together. That communication between employees is key. And I can see how it it really needs to be modeled by the leader. Exactly. That's where we have, when we describe how to lead an effective meeting, we have our three components of that for your team to make sure that you spend some time connecting, make sure you spend some time um, articulating, taking to a new level that shared purpose. And thirdly, you want to make sure you spend some time coordinating with each other, who's doing what, how things are going, who needs what, what's going on, what's not going on. So connecting, shared purpose, coordination as a um, effectively running team all require communication, talking to each other, getting it out there, and trust. you got to trust that it's being put out there. and What's laid out there is really what's going on, so that when you take a risk and go invest in taking that to its next step, you know, you're free. You're, you can engage and invest. 
And all this energy isn't going into worrying about what someone else is thinking or doing or protecting yourself from, you know, a, a, you know, a competitive coworker. So on the positive side, it makes those things possible. And on the kind of negative defensive side, it protects against all this wasted effort of having our attention deflected with these concerns about being on a team with people who are not for us. Well, and I feel at the heart of this is we really want to try to convince leaders that their employees are not their enemies. Exactly. And I feel that a, a lot of the time that's sort of, it's sort of like the necessary, people think it's the necessary evil. And that's why we have such bad workplaces. Yep. If you think of all the money you invested into protecting your inventory from employees stealing it, um, if that investment could be redirected to getting them to be feel a part of it, that it was theirs too, that they would, in fact, you would have a place where people wanted to take care of it and wanted it to look great and wanted it to sell because they would benefit as well. Not one where they think, well, I'm not going to paid anything here. And people are always looking over my shoulder and there's all these little things, you know, you, you want to get yours, you want to get yours. And so employees get theirs by taking something out of the supply shelf or off the retail shelf even. Well, and you cannot always guard yourself against bad people, but that's when you fire them, right? I mean, that's a business decision that you have to make. Sometimes you hire the wrong people, and it's better to address that honestly and straightforward at first. That's right. That's another area of just communicating honestly and getting the stuff out there because we aren't talking about blind trust or telling um, irresponsible people sensitive company information. Right. We are talking about trying to build a certain kind of culture with a certain kind of team. And in with that kind of team, the more trust and the more communication that you have, the more you can do. But yes, it needs to be the kind of people you want on your side. Well, next week we'll be talking about learning as uh, the last of our core principles. And uh, we've talked about this a little bit before in terms of motivating people at work. Exactly. So now we'll see what it can do for a team. Yeah, we'll have an angle on that. Thank you for joining us. As always, we we are on the web at boldenterprises.com. See you next week. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.